Welcome to Designer Discussions um, with Jason, Maria, and Miriam. Today, Maria is going to talk to us about what keywords are and how to use them for your business. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. Are you ready to get serious about your marketing? We're opening the Designer Discussions Marketing Studio, a monthly series of in-depth, actionable content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. Okay, Maria. Yes. (laughs) Tell us us about keywords. Where do we start? Awesome. Thanks, Miriam. All right. So I think most interior designers assume that their keywords are interior design and maybe the town that they live in, but we need to really start looking more into what are your interior design keywords so that whenever you're using them, you're consistent and you're applying them over multiple areas of your business so that you're consistent and that you start to rank for the words that you're wanting to rank for. So first off, what would be an example of a keyword? One of your keywords is going to be your branded keyword. It's going to be your business name. So if you're looking at um, a hashtag or you're writing a um, pitch to someone in press, you will want to have that included. The next thing is, what is your industry? What is it that you do? Do you do kitchen remodels? Are you full house uh, home design? Are you a luxury designer? Or are you a vacation home designer? You're going to want to use something above and beyond just the words interior design. You're going to want to make it more of a long tail keyword, and you're going to want to include one additional word. And what is that? Is that luxury? Is that kitchen? Is that bathrooms? So that is your industry. The next keyword is going to be what is your target audience? So once again, this is if you're talking about like vacation rental properties, luxury, um, if these are homes that are, you know, uh, fixing up to get on the real estate market fast, you need to know who your target audience for the busy mom, for family friendly decor, you're going to want to know, is that what you're doing? Is it for a maximized home? Is it for like a showstopper experience? Whatever that target audience, you need to kind of start to learn what that keyword would be for them and start to hone down on it. The next thing you're going to want to include is something that is content specific. And when I say content specific, this is look at your video, look at your photograph that you're going to post, look at what is in that photograph. Is that a photograph of a kitchen? Is that a photograph of a shower? Is that a... um what style is it? So this is where you're going to want to start using uh, words like organic modern or coastal grandma or brand millennial, something that makes that look and feel stand out. So if you're doing kind of like a solar and cosmic feel, just sort of figure out what is making it unique and special in a way that someone would find that um, find that to be a unique experience. 
And then last but not least, the most important one, you need to put location. You need to have your service area. So if you currently only work in the area that you live, then you should include that. If you work in multiple cities across the country, you need to start including those city names in your posts because you're going to want to be the Austin interior designer. You're going to want to be the Chicago interior designer. You're going to want to be the LA interior designer. This These are your keywords that people are going to want to know. But if your project is based in Hawaii, you need to say Hawaii interior design because it is content specific and you're going to want to include that as your keyword. So first things first, you should spend some time researching and learning about what keywords are going to work best for your business. And I have found a free tool that I think every interior designer should know about. And it's located right in your Pinterest business hub. If you go to your Pinterest business hub, you go to the analytics tab at the top and you go down to where it says trends, T-R-E-N-D-S. It will give you a keyword search tool and you will actually get to see when and how often people are searching for a particular look, style, and you can begin to find out what terms they are using to describe their specific project. You know, are they wanting a Studio McGee look or are they looking for dupes? Are they wanting to find like new lighting for kitchen or how to install a light fixture? These, I, all of this information is available by using this keyword tool and you can find out how frequently it's used and seasonally if and when that keyword is popular. And this is a great place for you to start to refine and define what keywords are going to work for you. You may find that decor and interior design are heavily saturated and that that's not a search term anymore at this point, that people are getting more specific and saying they want like white kitchen interior design. And you may find that no one's actually searching for white kitchens anymore because they already know what a white kitchen looks like. White kitchens have been around long enough that there's really not a lot of imagination that comes along with what would need to go with a white kitchen, right? So start looking there to find your keywords and understanding how to use them, okay? So the third thing we're gonna talk about is Where should we be using these new keywords that we have just learned about? And I'll talk about where to use them in short format video. Mary will mention how to do it for a press release. And Jason can talk a little bit about how he likes to see them on websites and the other types of business um, postings that you're going to be putting out there. So, for example, now that we understand what all needs to be contained in our keywords and what keywords work best for us, you're going to want to start placing them and using them consistently, especially when they're project specific across all of your platforms that includes short format video. So if you're putting together a reel or a TikTok, or you're even just posting a static Uh, image on Instagram, you're going to want any text that's over the top of your video to say something and use your keywords. Then you're going to want in your caption to use those same keywords. And then even if you plug in your three to five hashtags, you may want to use those keywords in those hashtags. So it's keywording as you go so that when the computer reads what it's 
uh, about you and what's happening, it'll start to understand what those things are about you. One of the ways you know what Instagram thinks about you is by picking up your phone, going to your FYP. So you're going to hit that magnifying glass. And when it goes to search, it will give you these little grade and boxes all along the top. And it will tell you exactly what it thinks about you. It will give you these two word keywords and it will define what it thinks about you. And until you provide it more data that is more specific to what it is you want it to think about you, it is currently using that information to define you and to provide you to other people. So Miriam, can you talk to us about why keywording is important when it comes to PR? So the main reason, you, well, when you put it in a press release, it's really about SEO, but there is another aspect that is even more important. So when you reach out to a journalist, when you pitch somebody um, with, with a project, or it could be um, a trend idea or whatever it may be, even if it's just an introduction, it's really important that you include these keywords, exactly the ones that you just listened that you include them in your email. And the reason for that is that journalists get a gazillion emails like every day. And one of the ways they organize themselves is they use their inbox sort of like a database, right? So if you send them a pitch with a blue kitchen, let's say, it may not be a fit and they may not even get back to you, um, but it's going to be in their inbox. And if Three months later, they get an assignment and they have to write an article about the color blue or about kitchens or about blue kitchens or whatever it may be. They're going to go back into their in because they're going to keep the email. You know, it's not like they're going to delete the email. It'll live in their inbox and they're going to go back and they're going to search in their inbox for this particular topic. So you want to make sure you're very um, concrete in how you describe what you're pitching. So it's, and and use as many different versions of the keyword as you like to make it more likely to pop up when they search for it. But that is, is especially for freelance editors that work on a lot of different topics, a lot of different articles. That's the main way that they stay organized. So it's really important to, and I feel like keywords, people think of them as like standalone words, but they're not. It's just a word that you use in the text that you are writing. So it it comes naturally, but you just have to be intentional about which ones um, you do include in your email. And and honestly, more don't repeat them. To it doesn't matter. Repetition is not important. You only have to say it once, but use as many variations of it as you can. Jason, how important are keywords? Keywords are vital. And just to head back to the uh, overall, there are four type of keywords that you need to think about. So you have informational, you have navigational, you have commercial, and then you have transactional. So just to break all that down and to help you understand each of the types. So with the informational, that's when you just type in something and you're looking for information. And so an example of that is interior design, home decor strategies. You're just looking for general information about home decor and some strategies that pertain to that. On the navigational, you're actually looking for information on a, on a specific page. 
So uh, example to that would be interior design, home decor, fabrics. So you're looking for a certain type of fabric on a certain page to explain what's happening on that. And then when you look at the commercial keywords, you're actually looking for a specific brand. So you may say uh, Ikea home decor. So you're looking for what does Ikea have in terms of home decor, looking at that specific brand. And then on the last end, where a lot of designers really want is the transactional keywords. That is for buyer's intent. So an example of that is best interior designers in Chicago. They're actually looking to hire an interior designer in Chicago. So understanding the different type of keywords lets you create the content that will pertain to your end user, whether they're looking for information, they're looking to navigate to a certain page on your site, they're looking for your brand, or they're looking to buy. And keywords that work on YouTube are the same keywords that work for blog titles. They're the same keywords that are also going to work on social media. So you really are not reinventing the wheel. The same type of short format video would be the same type of content that you could use that would be successful on YouTube. And it probably be the same content that would be good in a newsletter or a blog on your website. So we are not reinventing inventing the wheel, but we are just clarifying that you really can learn so much more about your business by understanding keywords for you and using them properly. And we hope everybody is out there digging in, learning about keywords and using them to better promote their business. Are you ready to get serious about your marketing? We're opening the Designer Discussions Marketing Studio, a monthly series of in-depth, actionable content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening.